As of today, once we finish this, we'll be halfway through March Matei. Yeah, good, because I'm halfway through with my will to live. (laughs) And I didn't have that far to go. Because the God who created this universe, if he was created by God, 
To the 396th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps, which is unfortunately only halfway through the final March Matei of our lives, unless you guys decide to become sadistic fucking pricks and put together four movies from Matei that we have not covered yet. But I'm going to stop reminding you that that's a possibility that we can do that because my co host Matt really wants me to. Yeah, don't be pricks. All right. And <laughs> you stop reminding them because you're kind of being a prick while doing it. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, should, should everyone's br- assholes. I'm surrounded by assholes <laughs> so uh should, should we let them know like what kind of like reward thing that you're getting besides being able to finally cover mcbain that i've been teasing you about forever next year sure yeah should we tell them what, what, I, yeah. what i what i promised you to make it all better yeah. Yeah, promise. Yeah, tell him, it's tell ki- it's kind of a bittersweet pill, right? Because it's it's we're going to be doing Gemsner movies, but Laura Gemsner has been in some rather vile movies, and it's such a beautiful woman to be treated so horribly in a lot of really vile trash. Yeah, she's been in some vile shit. Now, on occasion, you could get a good one that that's not terrible, but that's uh, that, that, usually I mean, not directed movies by Joe D'Amato. Typically okay. Yeah, usually not directed by Joe D'Amato. She's in it. Yeah, as long as they're not directed by Joe D'Amato, you're everything's going. Everything everything's aces around there. Well, one of the movies that I actually did find, we joked about the first sexual awakening movie that we ever watched. Yeah. Like what it was going to be. And you gave me a title, which happened to be a Laura Gemsner film ages ago. And I finally found a high definition print of it out there for us to be able to uh, cover. Yes. Good stuff. <laughs> good, good stuff. Everything's everything's coming up Millhouse around here. <laughs> yeah. So we have that to look forward to. Now, is it going to be Gems or January or Gems or June? I don't know. I'll figure it out whenever I do all of next year's schedule, which is something that I do a year all at once once yeah. just, just because I'd rather put in the work then and get it over with. And if I put it all down on paper, that means we have to do that year to me. You know what I'm saying? That That's true. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> And uh, we're coming up on uh, a decade soon. You know, this is year eight. We're going to do year shit, nine. Man. What are we doing around here? <laughs> right. Once we complete year nine, we'll be into the 10th year of Cinema PsyOps in less than two years now. Give yeah. Or take. Oof. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah, because we're most of the way done with eight. The end of year eight and the beginning of year nine is still going to be a little bit painful for Matt because we've still got some box set deep dives that we're going to be doing after this March Mate. So, of course. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you make it more difficult for me? <laughs> and some of the box set deep dives i'm also augmenting with adding even more movies to what's not in the box set and we're doing like a career retrospective <laughs> awesome i'm i'm so happy right now that uh there's no way in shape or form i want you to have an unfortunate accident <laughs> wow that got really beat really fast oh i'm kidding shut up i wouldn't want you to have an accident That'd be terrible. Yeah, you'd want it, I want it you'd to want, be on purpose. Yeah, I was going to say the bad thing that happens to me, you want it to be on purpose. I did. <laughs> I saw the line you were taking on that one. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't right. ruin my jokes. I, yeah, you ruined them on your own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That was pretty. <laughs> Speaking of things that ruined it on its own, Caligula and Melissina or Melissina. I couldn't really pay attention to how they were pronouncing it. Yeah. I couldn't be fucked to really bother to pay too much attention. So I'm hoping you took some detailed notes because I got a lot of explaining that needs done. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have the answers for you. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, the Caligula movie that came out that they made in the 70s got pretty popular, and then everybody yeah. started spinning off and making ripoffs, and this just happens to be one of them. Uh, it's primarily yeah. Bruno Mattei, although it had another director, and there are Matteiisms all over this. I think what it is is Mattei took somebody else's footage and reshot some other things. <laughs> right. Reshot some other things around that footage. Footage. To make sure that uh, they could pad out the film a little bit with this stolen footage. Yeah, footage. <laughs> so that might be the case. Uh, we're continuing this week's that theme uh, around uh, ripoff songs for as long as possible. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to be going with this from here as far as ripoff songs go, because I'm almost out of ones that I can think of off the top of my head and then look up to verify that they were sued in some way, shape, or form. Um, so I may, yeah. I may end up just ripping off our audience and going with like... He did his entire fucking career because all he did was sample other people's songs and then do a bad rap over yeah, top of it. Yeah, I would totally do that. <clears throat> yeah, but that also forces us I mean, to listen to P. Diddy to, on the show. Are they, who are they to tell you no? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, P. Diddy on this show is not something I really thought I'd want. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, they've had enough fucking pablum of our assholeness. Let's uh, go ahead and do the movie review here. We're going to break here, play the Legion Patreon promo, and then after that, up first, Radiohead from Creed who was effectively sued and settled out of court for that song <laughs> right after this. Really? Oh. This'll keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. <laughs>
ask myself that every March Matei. What the hell am I yeah, doing here? This is because I don't belong here. Yeah, I have the power to stop this. Why do I keep doing this to myself? You know, it's very true. Like, why do you put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself? I mean, seriously. <laughs> well, speaking of things that have played me, uh, why don't we go ahead and start talking about Caligula and Melusina or Melit Melit Melusina? Yeah, Caligula and Melusina. The first twenty minutes. Ah, well, we got some. I mean, it's Roman times. So I guess two Roman dudes are on a horse, beginning dialogue, so it's our first clip. <laughs> That's fair. Long before the cool waters of Tivoli spout from the fountains in Caesar's gardens. Another glorious achievement for our divine Caesar, hero of the battlefields. Watch your tongue, Baronius. Caligula has eyes and ears everywhere, so be careful. You could lose your head. Only the other day he exclaimed in the circus, I only wish the people had one head. And he made the unfortunate Lentulus maintain his promise to exchange his life for the health of his emperor. And don't forget he had his cousin Gemellus tortured to death because his breath smelled of medicine. Caesar was offended, thinking he had taken it to protect himself against his emperor, when the poor man had only taken a cure for his cough. He had no chance to prove his innocence. They say he practices incest with his own sisters. And I've also heard it said that he wanted his favorite horse in Cetatus, made a senator for life. We'd better get back to guard duty. Don't forget there's a banquet tonight at the palace. Thank you, exposition characters out of nowhere. Real Rosencrantz and Guildenstern type situation here. It's, it's very nice of them to tell us the story about this motherfucker. So we get some opening credits where you see the uh, Rome. I would assume it's supposed to be fucking Rome. Yeah. And the whole uh, time Matt's brain is screaming toga party, but he knows that's not what's yeah. happening. Toga! Toga! Uh... Well, then we cut to a woman is dancing for Caesar, and that, and then they stop to talk, and that's our next clip. No one else makes me feel like you do. Why must you lie? You said the same thing to Drusilla, I know. She Your sister. So. Your sister's not to be trusted. She told Lavilla to. That's the reason our little sister's jealous. She's still very young. Perhaps. But she's developing fast. The other day, I saw her masturbating your horse. That's because I nominated him a senator. All the patrician women in Rome want to become mares. Wouldn't you like to be one? I don't want you to go with the others anymore. I'm your mare and you're my stallion. That's fucking gross. Yeah. I mean, they, again, is horse fucking just a thing? I suppose so. It's a thing. I mean, it is. It is. It's it's all over the fucking place in this movie. This horse sex is a thing. It is in this movie. It really is. You should have that clip ready to go a lot. Um, anyway, we're at party time now. Caesar seems to be having a good time surrounded by women. One seems to be blowing him. So that's good for him. It's amazing that uh, she was guy... able to blow him through his robe, which is never lifted up. And when he stands up, yeah. it clearly was never lifted up. When he sits down, he doesn't lift it up. So how is she blowing him through the robe? Magic. Um, Fair. So a guy talks to him, seems to be an important bro to him, helped him out a lot. But he has medicine on his breath. So Caesar has him taken away to be, you know, killed. Wait a um, minute. We just heard them say that this was going to happen. So was this foreshadowing? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's foreshadowing or if another guy made the mistake of having. It's like a whole different guy now. <laughs> I mean, that would be something that Matei would do. But no, I think it was supposed to be after yeah, his fall. They're just showing him all the 
things these guys were talking about. Right. But I think it was supposed to be like after his falls when those guys were walking out, but they didn't make it any discussion about, you know, that this was that he's already dead when they make that discussion. And then when they show him, he does all the things that they just said he was going to do, which spoils yeah. the entirety of the movie for you. And it's a really bad idea to put that scene where it was. But hey, it's Matei. So duh. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just I'm armchair directing here anyway, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was genius to tell everybody everything you're about to see with two people discussing it after the fact that the man's dead as your very opening um, scene. Um, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Well, I don't know how that's genius. It would have been it would have been fine if they would have told us that, you know, what, the context of when those guys were talking and what that means, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We can move on. It doesn't matter. I'm just uh, I'm uh, just padding out the episode by being a dick and not letting you do your notes. Yeah, thank you. Um so then he talks to his uncle who is he's just so tired this uncle. So tired and Caesar laughs at him and makes him go down on a chick uh, for being so tired. Um, we see the two sisters, his sisters are there, they're banging dudes. What's just like, hey, you need any help? And so no, oh, I'm all right, I got it. So it's much like the end Roman times, it's just you know, debauchery everywhere and all that kind of stuff. Um lots of rape and forced sex, particularly oral. Yes, yes. Um, well, then a guy rides in uh from the uh, uh from a, uh, another palace and he says, uh, tell Caesar that his sister is plotting against him that they found secrets that one of his sisters is plotting against him. Caesar thanks him, gives him a drink, and then has him murdered because, you know, fuck it. Killing the messenger. Then we go down, well, pretty much. <laughs> uh, then we go down to the torture room where you're seeing various men being tortured for various reasons. Uh, one guy helps Caesar by murdering his own family to give Caesar more power. And Caesar goes, yeah. That was pretty treacherous, what you did. So I want you to die slowly and painfully. So, of course, Caesar uh, Quigla is being a real dick and has the guy's neck slit. Another guy is really well, thirsty. He orders his neck slit, but then the guy starts mutilating his junk. So I think that was a bad translation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he's hung upside down in an X pattern and the sword goes down right into where his crotch area is and the blood pours down that way. Oh, that is true. I wondered. It seemed weird, but I just thought, you know, Mate. So, right, right. I'm just, I'm trying to let the audience know, like, there was some more sleazy shit in here than just throat slitting that they did, but the dialogue is what the dialogue is. Yeah. Um, so then one of the sisters gives a guy a drink saying she doesn't want him to suffer. Well, the drink's poisoned and he dies, uh, badly. Um, then we're, uh, we're running back. We're seeing like the cities being sacked by soldiers. Like, uh, people are just being slaughtered. Uh, and then Caesar talks to his sister, and that is our next clip. You think I'm a fool? I knew that the messenger was alluding to you. Alluding to me? Could you think anything like that? What reason would I possibly have? Perhaps Drusilla has a reason. She wants her new husband to be emperor. She is more than a little ambitious. But why me? I'm already first lady of the empire. Because you want the empire for your son. <laughs> a child who... Still sucks from a slave's nipples. Leave little Nero out of it. You see conspirators hiding in every corner of the palace and have anybody you suspect put to death on some feeble excuse. The more you kill, the fewer enemies you have. With Lepidus and Macronius out of the way, who is there left to fear? No one at all. But I should have Drusilla killed. And you. However, I will send you into exile on Capri for the time being. You must understand, if only for appearance's sake, I have to send you away. 
I have to. I'm grateful for your leniency. It's most generous. Try to be the same with the populace. They love you and respect you. No, don't ask me that. As long as there are enemies of Caesar hidden everywhere, I want them. If it means putting the city to the torch, every inch of it. Um, the more people you kill, the more enemies you create from the survivors of that victim that you fucking mutilated, you idiot. Yeah. And then when you do it on a wholesale level of torturing your citizens, multi-level, you make them not so much want to fight for you anymore. Yeah, you give them a common enemy, which is you. Douche. And this is why maybe the mentally ill shouldn't probably have the throne but unfortunately in the roman empire towards the end days that's all they got <laughs> tons of mentally ill people one right after the other no matter how many they killed caesars they killed and took over the one who always took over was also mentally ill well it's almost like you have to be psychotic to want to lead a nation or just inbred enough because i think they went by blood a lot too so just the same as any other royalness before this i think we're saying so, the same thing just from a different angle probably yeah we're all saying the same thing yeah we're all pieces of shit no <laughs> <laughs> well that's also true yeah well anyway by the way that's the end of that 20 minutes the first 20 minutes so Okay, so the stuff that the guy said at the very, very beginning is slowly coming true. Um, yes. The sister really was plotting to have him killed, but he likes fucking her, so he's going to let her live. He just has to send her away. And he killed the messenger to squash that rumor before any more people ask questions about it and to make it seem like he didn't believe that his own sister was trying to kill him, but he did. Yeah. She, so. she poisoned the dude who was probably part of the plot or the person that ratted her out so that he probably. couldn't tell any more information from there. That yeah. was why I think she may have been poisoning him again none of this is actually laid out for you to understand the way that matt described the events is pretty much everything that happened and the only yeah. thing that i had to augment was they cut the guy at the junk yeah they cut his dick off so or or they cut him up the middle so that he would bleed slowly when it was pointed up either know. way he was supposed to suffer a lot and die slowly right which is unfortunately a uh thing for the roman empire for sure it's a thing. They figured yeah. out all sorts of ways to make people die slowly and horribly and painfully. And that was like just their manner of execution. They were down with that. They were really just into sex and violence. I mean, can you blame them? It's kind of like both ends of the spectrum of the things that people find the most enjoyable in being human. <sighs> yeah, that's great. That's that's great. I really hope when the aliens land, they hear that tagline. Somehow they find our podcast. And the minute they hear that, they go, well, say goodbye, planet Earth. <laughs> it's been real. You suck, planet Earth. It's, it's been real, but you humans are scary ass shit. Bam. <laughs> All right, we can move on. All right, next 20. We'll start out. There's more uh, more people are being slaughtered by the Caesar, you know, more uh, citizens. Uh, two ladies then are talking while watching the violence, and that is our next clip. Why? He's so inhuman. He's Caesar. It's all predestined. You can't change it, so stop worrying about it. You're soon to follow the will of the gods and fulfill the prophecy. Once his sisters are on Capri in exile, your way will be free to become empress. How can I come to Caligula's notice? Leave the arrangements to me, dear. Trust in your mother. I know one way. He'll want everyone in Rome to forgive him for this massacre. So he'll give them a spectacle. It's the patrician way to placate the fury of the mob, and you will be the first woman to fight a gladiator and win. Why else do you suppose I taught you how to do battle? And when you were only a baby, I gave you your first lessons in lovemaking. 
wait, wait. That was mother and daughter, and then we now have to watch them fuck, huh? Yeah. Then uh, she strips her down, and they say, let us fuck. Yeah. We're just trying to prolong the amount of time that happens before we watch this brother and sister fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all this is. Uh, only it's just mother and daughter. Oh, but my yes. God. Just fucking incest already. That one's better. And, and they did. Oh they did God, incest already. Incest already. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, I know that. Because mom was... even taught her from a young age, she says, how to make love. So there's probably also child molestation going on. Oh, there's so, definitely. Yeah, this is some rapey shit. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, you know, yikes. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, they go to Bone Town and then we get to uh, some uh, uh, soldier men making statements, proclamations. And that is our next clip. By order of Caesar. Glorious ruler of the Roman Empire and the population. After the punitive measures taken for the plot against his divine person, there is going to be a free distribution of grain at the end of the combat in the circus. So then we go to the fights, of course, the Colosseum and all its splendor and all the, the fighting that we know is going to happen there. And it's just a bunch of homies all murdering each other until one stands. And uh, the Caesar was like, oh, I uh, hate men who uh, murder unless they win. And then I murder them. And of course, he thumbs down them and an archer kills the last man standing. Caesar's skin bored. He wants something new. And sister's boyfriend, uh, who's a friend of Caesar's, uh, says that, uh, yeah, uh, he's he's got something new for him. And we see Miscellanea come out and she's ready to battle and she fights a guy. She beats him and Caesar's like, cool. Now I want you to emasculate him uh, instead of kill him. And the soldier's like, you have to do it. Uh, or else you know, you'll die just as me. So you see the sword go down there. You hear the guy scream. However, again, I think some weirdness in this because I don't think she actually does emasculate him because Caesar accuses her of uh, not doing what he told her to do. And that's actually in our next clip. Made a fool of me in front of the crowd. I want to know why you did it. Your pride could get you into trouble. I see no reason to have a gladiator turned into a eunuch. You have courage and your reply is sharp. But is that the real reason you assert your will? With due respect, Caesar, I am strong because I am still a virgin and will remain so until I decide to change my condition. Are you telling me that if I order you to bed with me, you'll deny me my desire in that too? Yes, I'm going to ask the judgment of Aphrodite. Do not call upon the goddess of love to intervene. She could not be fair to one whom she could only envy. My dedication to Vesti is second only. To my loyalty to you, and it is for you to decide my fate as you so desire. Please, let me go now. He's charmed by the way she wouldn't emasculate a man for him. Yes, and uh, then, you know, they frolic a little bit. All the while through the frolicking, we see one of the sisters is watching through a wall. There's this wall in his main chamber room that uh, it seems as everyone can hide behind. And uh, and no one ever looks back there. So think, even though you think he would have some loyal guards that were watching the four corners of the room and yeah, looking and around like, for crevices like that for people to hide and spy. Yeah, right. But I don't even know how people are hiding because you see them fairly plain uh, through there. So just saying. 
That's a little weird. They're all caught up um, in their frolicking pre-sex game that they have to play. Yes, right. Uh, so anyway, um, later on, uh, it's time for uh, Miscellanea to have her little swim time. Uh, she apparently gets to have that. Um, and, uh, you know, no one can say nothing. Uh, and there's a guy there who, you know, is supposed to make sure she doesn't drown. And uh, she's like, oh, but he's a, but the, one of the sisters like, don't worry, he's been taken care of. He's a eunuch. So, uh, you know, so he doesn't get inappropriate, apparently. Um, um, the idea is that if they were to have sex with them, he can't get them pregnant. Yes. Uh, so then, uh, you know, she sends everyone away and, uh, she's, uh, swimming and she's like, Hey, you know, what, uh, what kind of shit do you got going on back downstairs? And she, uh, opens up and she's very excited about the size of his donger. And, uh, for a lot of this movie, that seems to be all she's looking for. Um, I wanted to point out too, that while her and her friend were getting her undressed to bathe, she noticed that he kept looking at her. Yeah. And at one point in time, something moved under his, uh, loincloth, like wraparound thing that he was wearing, uh, the wraparound skirt, like, you know, it moved yeah. and she got notice of it. At one and point she's like, even uh, if they're true in what they say that pruning the garden makes it grow faster. Yeah, so I think she was saying that, like, you know, it gets bigger because, you know, yeah. it doesn't have the balls or whatever. I don't know. Exactly I guess. What she yeah, I don't know. man. I thought making it a eunuch meant you cut their dick off, too, but I guess I'm wrong. No, I, no, I, it's I, just it just yeah, removes just the, the testicles. That's it. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. And that doesn't uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't be functional. It just means that it makes them to where they're not able to create a child, depending upon how bad the damage is. They may or may not still be able to get erections. And I'm sure that shit was painful. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then he gets in the water to help her swim because she asks. And so he goes, yeah, of course, you know, he, he's doing what he's told. And then they start frolicking and going at it. And they, they go to Bone Town. Uh, then the group travels and they travel to go watch some horse sex. It's a thing. Yeah. This horse sex is a thing. It definitely is. Yeah. Which leads to our next clip. Every mare in the stables lives only to be mounted by that stand. Yes, <laughs> he is undoubtedly the greatest stallion in the empire, my incitatus. Organize a gala evening to honor my remarkable horse. Now go. I will make you a gift, my dear. As soon as it is born, you shall have the son of incitatus. Today, at the request of Caesar, to confer the honorary right of the stallion incitatus to sit here among us. As a basis for this demand, he would remind us how, when Alexander was in Macedon, he deified his horse, Bucephalus. The point Caesar makes is just, but I would ask you, fathers of the Senate, to imagine what the divine Augustus would have said. Well, did you hear that, O oh, noble incitators, the wise words of your fellow senators? Listen. Your pretensions, divine Caesar, are an insult to the Senate and to the people of Rome. I envy your tongues, that they can twist such thoughts into words. Have you forgotten who named this noble creature and covered him with glory? Surely you can't have forgotten it was the Romans. If your opinion is that his breeding doesn't quite reach the standard of your own, well, he has a pedigree to prove it. It's an insult <laughs> to the Senate, an affront to Rome. I never heard of anything so ridiculous. Do I have to remind you as well that if it were not for my wise and just form of ruling, you would not be here at all? In that case, I prefer to retire and go to voluntary exile. Oh, I will follow you. As you would have it. But exile can be very lonely. A horrid experience. Especially when you are out of favor with your emperor. And there's no need to go. You can remain in the Senate and be at liberty to say anything you like there. 
I only want you to admit this horse is your equal. Our return will disturb the peace and tranquility of Caligula. That's the understatement of the year 50. I'm going to keep well out of his way for the moment. He'll go mad when he finds we've left the island. It seems he's crazy already, Fat. Miss Alina. Hmm. I think I can deal with her. She's a cheap little trollop. So Caesar is starting to really lose it. He wants to, he loves his horse so much, wants to make him a senator. Uh, of course, the Senate is starting to uh, lose their faith in Caesar. And now the sisters who had plotted against him are returning. So things aren't looking up. Also, I mean, it's a pretty good indicator if you think a horse could be in the Senate that you may have a mental issue. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be exact about what mental issues are, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to armchair psychologist this character, but. No, I I, I think you're pretty right on. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure Caligula has his own issues and they're bad. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty positive that truly believing that a horse deserves to be a senator is uh, like, it's not that he was trying to diss the senators. This wasn't a symbolic mean gesture. No, he thinks the horse is. <laughs> Is is a superb being who yeah. should have say in the Senate. Yeah, he literally believes that the horse can communicate the morals and values of the Roman people effectively as a senator. Like he's convinced of that, yeah. and that is a sign of something very wrong with that gentleman. This is true. <laughs> His <laughs> I mean, grip on I, reality is very much tentative at best. I have nothing that could argue that point. <laughs> I'm only reiterating this point multiple times because I have got fuck all else to say. <laughs> And then, of course, yeah, they watch horse sex. By the way, that was the end of the 20 minutes, I should have said. So there we're is all kind of... There's an there. excessive amount of preening about and prancing about and dancing about before anything happens. Like the frolicking play for the sex is like seven minutes. The sex yeah. scene cuts away before you actually see anything. I mean, this this film is like Domino's Pizza in that they promised a lot and delivered nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Mm. It's like, yeah, it's pizza, but it's still fucking Domino's. And you're just kind of staring at it like it's supposed to do something else. But, you know, it's not <laughs> right. Maybe I'm just a little bitter because the last time that I ordered Domino's, I got food poisoning and uh, I wouldn't be too bitter. I I hate that shit. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I took my life into my own hands ages ago when I ordered a meat lover's pizza from Domino's. I should have known better. Yeah. Right, man. You got you to gotta stay your ass to Pizza Hut or some shit like that. <laughs> or Godfathers. That's another one that we uh, we roll with. So, <laughs> uh, Talking about pizza places that food poisoned me is way more interesting than talking about Caligula and Melissa. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd rather talk about your food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's some of the worst, most excruciating gut I pain I've I... ever had. It was absolutely... Wait, no, no. We can't do this to the audience. Let's move on. <laughs> it's like this one time at band camp. All right. Next 20 minutes starts. Uh, later, a newlywed couple at a party uh, is introduced to Caesar. And he's like, hey, how's it going? She's like, oh, they're great. And they're they're like, thank you so much for all this good stuff you're doing. We, we pledge to you, Caesar. And he's like, yeah, fucking I'm well aware. Uh, you don't you don't have to keep telling me things. So, and uh, so anyway, uh, then they leave and they go join the party. Miscellanea talks to Caesar and says, I can tell they're both virgins. And he's like, oh. So he grabs somebody and says, those two will consummate the marriage in the emperor's bed. So everyone's kind of sitting there and those two are on the bed and Caesar sends everyone away. Then Caesar starts fucking the lady uh, on the on her husband while she lays on her husband. And then he says, hey, we're not consummated quite yet. And he rapes the husband. He raped both of them. He's yeah, not they just, both got raped. Yeah. yeah but they, I'm just saying, yeah. 
he's the emperor. They have no choice. They have to yeah. let him do this. So yeah, that's, yeah, he rapes them both. Yes. Yeah. He knows so, that they're both virgins, so their first sexual experience is being raped by him. That's the level of cruelty this man comes up with. Yeah, uh, that's rough. On their um, wedding night, no less. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, at a party, a couple talks, and that is our next clip. Our emperor is displeased because they refused to make his horse a senator. That's because they were allowed to vote in secret. But he has convened another meeting, and they have to vote openly. So he can see who's against him. When he's bored, watch his temper. Nothing seems to amuse him tonight. I don't want to get bored, too. Drink this, my divine one. It will give you vigor and the joy of living. Yeah, it's powerful wine. It's good wine. There's a little crushed lotus blossom in it. Drink as much as you like. It's good for you. It was prepared especially for you by my mother. Ah, I think your mother knows more even than Bacchus. It's a drink fitting for an emperor, Miss Alina. Your health means a lot to her. Yet I don't feel well. Is it the return of those sisters of yours? They've not approached me since they return. I know they want me to pardon them, but I have no intention of doing so. They're disgraceful. I don't think I shall even talk to them. Yeah, he won't even talk to them, Howes. Um... So anyway, then this leads to one of his sisters having a group meeting, and that is our next clip. Back-to-back clips. This is the way. This is the way. I've called you to a meeting here so as to avoid suspicion. If news of this plot leaks out, all of us here will fall victim to the swords of the Praetorian Guard. Luckily, even Correus has realized at last that Caligula must be removed from power for the good of the Empire. Well, at least that's positive. But don't have many illusions. It's going to be dangerous. It's my duty to warn all of you that if any of my brother's legions remain faithful to him, the outcome is in doubt. I know. It's a difficult task, but a great deal of preparation has gone into it. Under pressure, I feel the key men should fall under our command. And Correus? He's a problem we'll have to deal with. He will have outlived his purpose. We need someone to lead the revolt. Nominal head. A man who has public approval. Still, Claudius has to agree if he must rule. You'll find he will if he believes he's destined to. Be careful about it, though. Claudius must not realize who is in this. It could mean the end. I'm sure he'd find a plot unpardonable. Caligula must be warned at once. No. His destiny is ordained. You cannot link it with yours. There's no other solution except to flee. Leave it to me. I've always foreseen what is right to do. My advice has always served you well. You here? To what do I owe this honor? I had trouble sleeping. I saw it was illuminated in here, so I wandered right in. I'd probably find no one else awake at this hour except you, Sage Claudius. I study history all night. You call that sage, then sage is Claudius. You should be a part of history. It's only right. Not simply sitting there studying it. I leave that to my glorious nephew. Your youth prevents you appreciating the past. Humility is not one of the best requisites of greatness. You should not underestimate yourself. Your kindness is overwhelming. I don't know why I should merit such appraisal from you. Tell me the real reason that you are here. I'm bored with life here in the palace. I need some new distractions, a new experience. I'm tired of doing what a woman is supposed to do. It's not easy for a woman like you to satisfy her ambitions in the world we live in now. She must conform. But with me, you've no need to play that role. My impotence prevents me from treating you as others do. Don't resign yourself to so sad a fate. I'll soon restore your former vigor and make you feel a man once more. 
If you desire me, I'll be yours and yours alone. I'll be true to you always. Well, so that's all that's happening there. Everybody's plotting against the mad yep. Caesar. And, uh, well, even more bad shit's getting ready to start because uh, the plebes are pretty angry and the citizens are now marching uh, on the uh, on the you know main Senate area. They're kind of pissed off about everything. Rightfully so. Um, and some soldiers come in where Caesar is and he says, hey, you know, uh, make sure everyone knows I died, uh, you know, uh, you know, well. That kind of thing. And they go, yeah, whatever. And they murder the living shit out of him. <laughs> Best part of the movie, watching all of the Senate stabs where it's uh, et tu brute time. Yeah, yeah. Only these are soldiers and not the senators. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I'm just here. talking about the group of people dressed up like Romans stabbing someone else to death. That's true. With swords. That's always a fun time to watch. In a so movie. Then we could, in a movie. Yeah. In a movie. So then we have Messalini and she's... Uh, uh, she's having a get-together, uh, and that is our next clip. Do you think I'm beautiful, Fortia? More beautiful than Helen of Troy, a whore worthy of the gods. <laughs> you wicked little thing. <laughs> but my lady, did not Jove choose a whore for his Venus? I want to be a vestal virgin for Claudius. Don't be too hard on one who already has difficulty getting it up. Oh, you're just envious of him because at least he doesn't drag it on the floor. Oh, as an emperor, I envy him, but not as a man. <laughs> Feast your eyes on this. This looks like a whorehouse. Get out of here. All of you. You're so beautiful. Only you can rouse the honor of the emperor. You give me back the strength that I had in, in, in my youth. This is the greatest gift that anyone can bestow. The emperor is be eternally grateful. I never dared to dream about having a, a son, having an heir to rule the empire. With you, suddenly everything is possible. Way to include the actual sex there at the end for the fade out. That's nice. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, tasteful. So it, yeah, <laughs> very tasteful. Well, they get down to it, and uh, all the while they're getting down into it and having sex, uh, the little person is trying to get involved as well. And that ends that 20 minutes before we go into the final 30. <laughs> Apparently, he's a tripod as well from what one of the earlier clips was saying. I guess. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> At least he's got that going for him, right? Yeah. Right. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are worse things to have than a horse cock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's worse ways to go through life. Sure. <laughs> Matt's chosen all of them. I have. And it's just terrible. <laughs> uh, I've only just come out of that where I'm not going through life fat, drunk and stupid anymore. Well, that's sad. <laughs> I know. It's the only way to go through life. <laughs> Uh, I really don't have, I mean, we're really just tearing through this movie. Like we're right at the end and we're not even close to an hour yet. Right? No, man, but, but I got a lot of clips coming up in this final 30. Yeah. But like literally everything that's happening in the movie is just what is happening. And that's, yeah. there's no, there's more. nothing that there's no thing to break down into. I mean, all we're doing is literally telling you what happens in the movie. There's no something to go through. No, 
We've kind of already established that. I mean, the only thing you're about to talk to is the history of Rome, and we've kind of already done that. The Roman Empire fell because it just got a little too nutty. <laughs> well, and you did hear one of the people that it eventually took over, they talk about him as a child, but Nero is the most famous yeah. for, like, even more so than Caligula for being cruel as far as yeah. emperors go. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a real dick. <laughs> Right. And okay. So I, I just, I don't really have much to go on because they literally told you everything that we've watched happen and unfold over the last hour. They yeah. literally told you was going to happen in the first couple of seconds with that Rosencrantz and Guildenstern bullshit. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I'm just, here we go. It's all here. We all yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, what else can we add other than, you know, this is at least the most historically accurate anything that uh, Matei has ever done, probably. I mean, that's all I can think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I just added enough qualifiers to that to make it okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, of everything that Matei has done, there was a person named Caligula that was in Rome. So, I mean, that's there you the go. most historically accurate he's and, ever done. And, and then there was another leader named Nero. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Caesar was a thing in Rome as well at one point. So using that name, you know, being thrown around. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Let's right. move on. Final 30, uh, a couple is walking. Uh, it's a sister and a uh, guy helping her out. And that is our next clip. None of us knew or even suspected what Claudius intended to do. Thanks to Amelia, she caught us red handed. What you tell me is bad. You have to believe me. I'm telling the truth. Never doubt my sincerity, affection, and loyalty, Agrippina. I even managed to convince the Emperor Claudius to let you keep the rooms you occupied during the reign of Caligula. And what was his reaction? So far, no objection. On the contrary, she appeared to go along with the decision about you. Surprisingly generous of her. Her generosity, I hope, spreads to my Uncle Claudius. Careful. Don't lose control of it. You might get found out. And then they'll really castrate you. Sorry, my lady. And at once. They'll put it in your mouth and crown you with laurel leaves. Would they do that? And then you'll be roasted on the spit until you're well done. No, no, my lady, no. What do you mean, no? You're forbidden to say no. No, no, I mean, I mean, yes. That's better. Otherwise, you'll be tortured before they roast you, and they'll pull out all your fingernails. One by one? Now get off. Oh, divine one, noble Agrippina wishes to see you. Agrippina here? Does she? Don't wait. Show her in. I greet you, Messalina. Oh, what a surprise, my dearest niece. Come. It's a pleasure to see you here. Make yourself at home. I was unable to give you my congratulations earlier, so I thought it was time to call on you in person. No, stay, Testarone. I, I may need you. I could slip and fall in the pool. I don't wish to drown, and I'm sure my illustrious niece doesn't either. Perhaps you'd care to take a dip? Love to. You're really in splendid physical condition. Thank you. I could say the same about you, Empress. But I'm puzzled about something. About what? Why you're so happy with my uncle. Surely you're not satisfied by him. I find his mind exciting, and he's so full of spirit. He's a true genius. Oh, he's a genius, but they can't be done. There are other things. Sexaginta forme honorarie abstacte, Carthage. So said the great Titus Livius of his fair land, and I agree with him. Ave Claudius Augusta. Ave. May Mars be with you. And with you too, good and valorous Vespasian. You bring news? Good news, Claudius. 
King Caraticus is under siege in the Aulus Plautius and will soon have to surrender for lack of food and water. The rest of his tribe is in flight, the cavalry in hot pursuit. Thanks must be made to the gods. Soon we shall return to Rome in triumphant glory to enjoy once more the comfort of our, our homes and families. How dare you come in here without my permission? You told me I could enter whenever I wanted to. Only if you have something important for me, if I remember correctly. And I do. Go. Well, what is it? It is not I who have it. I do not like riddles. Be clear. I was speaking of this. Oh, it looks the same as before. Why say you do not have it? It's not like that of the other. His is surely double the size. No, I don't believe it. It's true, absolutely true. A satyr beside him is a child. Where did you find him? He's a regular client of the House of Pleasure. Very interesting. I, uh, I've already arranged everything. Good morning to all my fat cows. So it took a while. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we see uh, during this whole clip, we see armies are marching for war. And, uh, uh, Miss Linnea got told uh, by uh, her little person friend that uh, a dude with a massive donger was it, which is uh, apparently all Miss Linnea cares about is massive dongers. Yeah, she's a total uh, size empress. Yeah, uh, and so she hears this guy. So the last voice we heard was this guy coming into a house of ill repute, and my homie has the head of Andre the Giant, but not quite the body. Um, and uh, so she takes him to this room where we see Miscellanea disguised as a wig. And she finds out, yep, yeah, he does have a huge donger. So she uh, gets all excited and they go to Pound Town. We cut to uh, one of the sisters again talking to her right-hand man in our next clip. It's a disgrace to the Roman Empire. Woman like that playing empress. You, whom I've always trusted, allowing this scandal to continue. How can you, Callista? You betray me. That's not fair, Agrippina. How could we know what Claudius's intentions would be when Messalina was presented at court? She took him by storm. Well, you stood by and did nothing to stop it, did you? She must go. And if we give her enough room... I'm sure she'll do the job for us. And we'll stay well out of it. Not we, I do. You must use your influence with the Praetorian Guard and have them caught together. When the Empress away, she's almost always with Cyril. What do you think? I think it should be Claudius. Uh, order should come from him. Uh, he should be persuaded that all this sordid scandal can hurt the Empire. I don't think Claudius will mind her absence too much. So then we see Messi. She's leaving the uh, House of Ill Repute. Uh, there's some guys gambling. And as her and the little guy leave, they see her. And they don't know who she is. So they attack her and throw the little guy around. Uh, a guard shows up and sends all the men away and, and beats the shit out of them. And after they run... Uh, uh, she's like, uh, she's like, hey, you deserve a thank you. So she starts boning them right there in the street. 
Um, Did you mention that they nearly violate her with a log before the guy who uses said log to beat them all into yes, submission? Yeah, that's also log. true. Yes, uh, they. Uh, I see. I couldn't notice that, but I was wondering. So yes, they were going to violate her with uh, a rather large stick. Uh, the way she was reacting, I'm guessing it was interrupted before that would happen. Yes. Because uh, had said piece of wood splinters and all been inserted, I don't think she would have been feeling very frisky. No. So I think this guy got to it before she was uh anything bad happened to her yeah that's my guess yeah so uh later on we see one of the sisters she is being prepared to be ready you know like they're uh, like her servants stuff are dressing her up and that is our next clip i bring you news of the divine emperor your highness so claudius is on his way home he is leaving the island of britain in a few days he wanted me to precede him with the good news the empress does she know yet no she is not in the palace I will see that she receives this news. She may find it too much for her. You see, she just gave birth. Birth to an heir? A boy. Handsome. But... I know what you're thinking. The Emperor's been away for a year, so he cannot be the father. But the Emperor's divine, and what's impossible for us is possible for gods. Immortals can make their thoughts perform deeds for them. On second thoughts, you can tell Miss Alina. But, uh... Allow me to prepare as I think fit. Don't forget, in her condition, she wouldn't like a surprise. Yeah, immaculate conception, my ass. Yeah, right. Well, we cut to Messi is once again messing around with this guard. And she's like, listen, we can't see each other anymore. Uh, The emperor is coming back. All this people are starting to talk. And he's like, oh, but I want to keep seeing you. And she's like, no, we got to stop this. He goes, no. And she goes, well, you become a bore. She activates a trap. He falls down to a trap hole. And there's a lion. And he is murdered by said lion. When the psychopathic woman, who's the empress, in which everyone there is typically bloodthirsty and ready to murder somebody, if she tells you you guys need to stop, just take her to word and say, yeah, sure, it was great while it lasted. We'll talk to you later. And then get the hell out of there. She was going to kill him either way just to cover it up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no matter I mean, what I, we I, say I, here, she was going to murder him either way. It's just badly written. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. That was all going to happen as well. Uh, too bad. Poor guy. He just wanted to help. Um, so, uh, so then Messi and the sister meet up and that is our next clip. Let me look at you. Motherhood has made you stronger and more beautiful than you ever were. Yes. Everything predicted by the Oracle has come true for me. I have been so very fortunate. The gods indeed smile on me and give me their protection. My divine son enjoys good health, too. Claudius will be overjoyed to see you. You mean he's soon to return? He's on his way. I'm not sure how to explain to him what happened. He'll never accept the child. I think maybe there's an answer. Virgin motherhood among the gods is not uncommon. People will believe anything of deities. I told Celio Claudius has only to think to have an heir. Did you say Celio? But he's the Emperor's companion. He's the one who brought news of his return. I knew Celio well. When he went to conquer Gaul, I was only a child. I was in love with him. I'll enjoy seeing him again. You shall very soon. And I'm sure you'll get news that is only for you. The centurion Caius Celio requests to see you, Divine One. Very well, I'll see him. Leave us. Silio, I think I'm going to faint. My divine empress. 
I'll always be Valeria to you, that sweet playmate of your youth. Do not remind me of days lost forever. Fate has decided otherwise. Is it not fate that brings you to me here today? Fate is seldom kind, and it brings me here in different circumstances. Now there is an impenetrable barrier that separates us. You're wrong. The barrier between us will fall if you kiss me as you did when you said farewell. Now there's a big-time party going on. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, the dude who Messi's kind of now messing around with, uh, he gets uh, he gets a little handsy with her. Uh, and she's like, hey, listen, we, yo, we still have to be careful, motherfucker. Uh, cause, uh, people talk and, and, uh, if they talk too much, well, that ain't good. Uh, it's like, uh, you gotta, what's with people not being able to fucking calm themselves? I mean, Jesus, just fucking maintain, you know what I mean? <laughs> These people clearly have never had to go without sex in their lives. I know. It's like, oh my God, you mean I can't just like go crazy? <laughs> like, no, man, you gotta watch yourselves. People get pissy. Clip. <laughs> Clip. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, the emperor comes back, and as he's just kind of hanging out, the uh, sister, uh, one of the sisters, comes and rushes to meet him, and that is, of course, our final clip. Oh, divine Claudius. Oh, my dearest niece, as impatient and impulsive as you ever were, I gave orders that the women were to await my return at the palace. But I had to see you at once and alone. What is it that's so urgent? I'm not sure how to start. I wanted to be the first to tell you, as your nearest relative... I felt it my duty to come here and inform you about certain things that have occurred. Is there anything wrong between you and my divine wife, Messalina? No. I do not enter into this. It's between you and your wife, and there is much wrong. She has given me a male heir. It's good enough. That you accept it is not the question. I thought you should know that every man in Rome calls the Empress's concubine. I forbid you to talk like that. Forbid it. But they all talk like that. If you like, you can turn a blind eye. You need do nothing until you have proof of her behavior. I just wanted to put you on your guard. I thought you should know. I'm only a woman like her, and women tend to be jealous. Well, jealousy, you will find, can be caused by memories. Small girl who loved you once, and always hoped that you would find happiness. It upsets her to see you betrayed. The budget for the year is carefully outlined here. So you can inspect it and have time to make your comments on it. I trust you approve. With you looking after it, I hardly have need to see it. Our coffers have never been so full, despite the expense of the new port at Ostia. You've always handled it with amazing ability. And for this reason, the acceptance of your resignation is out of the question. How can I persuade you to remain in the post of Governor General? It is my duty to thank you, but... I think I deserve an explanation that goes a little further than that. Do not fear to give me your reasons. Speak. Very well. The reason I handed in my resignation is the behavior of the Empress, Divine Caesar. Go on. Don't hesitate. I'm prepared to listen to whatever it is that you have to tell me, no matter how painful it may be for me to hear. Her conduct is altogether unworthy of her position. I was hoping to spare you the details. There's unrest among the population. Even the patricians are starting to talk. The Senate, too. And they say she is planning to put Caius Celio on the throne in your place. It's not important to protect anything other than the Empire. Remember, what comes first is the state. I must ignore my pride, so forget yours. You are right, Divine Caesar. I will stay. For the security of the state, carry out the duty that I am forced to. Humiliated beyond words, I swear, Messalina shall be tried. And if found guilty, I shall condemn her. She dies, but you have orders to spare Britannicus. I want no harm to befall her son. Child is innocent. 
Leave us now. Stop where you are. You still need to submerge yourself in memories, Divine One? No, past is all I live for. Oh, I repeat, what else is there? I don't value the past. Today is more valuable, more than the old world. Ah, you must live for today. Prepare for the future. I know you learn, and you have a duty to the populace. But first learn to live a little. And learn to be more human? Perhaps. You think I'd rule better? One day the historians will write books about you. And I hope they'll be fair. But I want those who follow us to read about you and know you were a great emperor. Why are you so nervous, my darling? There's nothing to fear. I fear not for myself. I live only to love you, Messalina. Though I live, I will be dead. If you're not with me, so I fear not. Don't worry, no one will disturb us now. The Emperor is too occupied with affairs of his own. He won't come to me until tonight. Kiss me, my love. I need the warmth of your love. Okay. Yeah. Just then, a bunch of guards come in and kill them both while they're doing it. So, there you go. Uh, this thing went out with a bang. You're right. Afterwards, the Emperor takes uh, his niece as his new bride. Uh, so, her coup worked in the end uh after he uh crowns her she smiles and roll credits so the niece was planning to get power back just by incesting again so oh my god just fucking incest already (laughs) i mean and that's that's all that's happened (laughs) (laughs) and here we see what's wrong with uh yeah with the royalty only just, marrying royalty that yeah. it becomes this when it becomes just incest already uh this is what happens <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus christ yeah it wasn't terrible it was actually pretty well shot and produced but i'm guessing that a lot of the sequences and scenes that looked the best were not mate probably <laughs> At least the story was kind of more maintained. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else edited this and put it together, and Matei must have really stuck to a script that already existed. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think for it to be this good. Yeah, it's way too coherent. I mean, they're not good, but this... uh, Coherent. Coherent and uh, not fucking up. (laughs) (laughs) Right, it's coherent and it's consistent, and that is just not the Matei that we're used to, so... Yeah, right, Somebody else clearly took a pass at this and fixed it up. Yeah, had to have. Had to have. (laughs) (laughs) There's still some choices like, you know, telling you everything you're about to see at the beginning without illustrating that these men are leaving after Caligula dies. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. So, but hey, well, whatever. Uh, We're all happy. (laughs) Except for Caligula and everyone else. Well, is it the niece? <laughs> yeah. Well, with the end of this review, we are now 50% done with March Matei and 50% done forever at that point as well. I'm so happy. <laughs> but just like I could never get the hang of Thursdays, once we get the 25 left with the next film, we'll hit 75 and we still have that 75% to go. That's true. Oh, well, fuck it. Yeah. Thursdays are always the worst for me somehow. <laughs> they really are. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we do some side news and get the fuck out of here? What do you think? For it. All right. If you don't know by now why Ice Ice Baby is a ripoff song, I can't fucking help you. But that's uh, what's going to play us into the side news. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you don't know that.
Yeah, they're clearly just ripping off under pressure right there. Come on, Ice. I mean, duh. (laughs) I always loved uh, watching this explanation about how, no, it's actually different. And just being like, wow, what a fucking dick. Yeah, he said theirs is din 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 din, and ours is din 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 din. And then he admits, yeah, we looped it, we stole it and looped it, but we changed it, so we got away with it. He's a he's a dumb piece of shit, ladies and gentlemen. Well, talk about some other dumb pieces of shit with our psyop news. Oh boy, let's see here. What uh what next here? Um which one do we want here? Come on, he he's uh giving us a couple of good ones. Um our man in the field, that is. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I think, with this one. And that is um stripper uh stripper battered X with cash wide. <laughs> wow. Wait, so you did have our man Robert pick this? This is this is our man Robert in the field. Yeah. He must have an incredibly long penis. And can I get wow. that that headline again? Yes. Stripper battered X with cash wad. Okay, so like the ones from her shift or whatever. I guess. Okay, We're I need to get know into more. the this, story. This is a good headline. It's intriguing me to know want to know more. This is from the smoking gun. Uh, I'll give you uh, one uh, one guess as to the state. Florida. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, a Florida stripper is facing domestic battery charge after allegedly striking her ex-boyfriend in the head with a large amount of rolled up money that she flew uh, through at the victim while inside a Clearwater nightclub, cops, re- cops report. Also, it shouldn't even be just what state. It should be also what area because Clearwater is fucking insane from everything I've ever heard or read. <laughs> They just run around like the Wild West. It's just lawless out there. So what you're saying is every Florida man and Florida woman story is based in Clearwater, Florida? I'm starting to think so. So it should be delegated to Clearwater, Florida, man. I think so. Or Lakeland. Anyway, (laughs) um, uh, according to investigators, Tara Miller, 29, and the 34-year-old victim both work at the Baby Doll Strip Club. Uh. I don't have stripper clips. That's weird. That is weird. You would think that's one thing we would do. But hey, listen, I'm proud of us. Uh, we're the, adults. Uh, porno magazine down your throat. Uh, the uh, I, I'd rather you didn't. What the hell, man? Um, let's see here. Yes, you so, can have sex by sticking an erect penis into a vagina. That's also true. Uh, the two, both the two worked for the baby dolls, uh, uh, the strip club. Uh, they did it six months before breaking up and before she battered him with a wad of cash. You just watched taint and ass balls wiggled in and out. That's that's also true. Sometimes you see that uh, at uh, pretend, but you know, depending on the show, uh, you might see that. Um, sorry, this uh, my I'm not even blaming the website here because it's smoking gun. It's usually fine. So my phone must be just having fun. Um, don't go with. Ever. Uh it's it's the worst. I should probably I should probably watch myself by saying that, huh? Right, I'll beep it. Thank you. <laughs> Don't uh, go with cell phones, they're the worst. Yeah, there you go. Um let's see here. As charged in a criminal complaint, Miller and the victim, a security guard, were working together at Baby Dolls earlier this week. <coughs> Ouch. Uh 
Okay. As charged in a criminal complaint, Miller and the victim, a security guard, were working together at Baby Dolls earlier this week when the man attempted to walk across the stage to speak to another co-worker. Miller allegedly responded by taking a wad of money and throwing it at the victim's head, hitting him in the back of the head. Court records do not specify the size of the cash roll or the known denominations of the bills. Those singles would appear to be the likely component. In addition to the misdemeanor domestic battery account, Miller, seen above, was also charged with uh, criminal mischief for allegedly damaging the victim's cell phone. Seen above, Miller was uh, released Wednesday without bond uh, from the county jail. While Miller has been bail, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Uh, while Miller has been ordered to have no contact with her ex, a judge has ruled she may continue to work at Baby Dolls. Miller had previously been convicted of reckless driving, marijuana possession, and driving without a license. So there you go. Uh, just everyone be careful out there. Okay, so the this is almost a clickbait article that the smoking gun pulled up here because yeah. they, they want to know how she assaulted him with a wad of cash. And it turns out she just threw a wad of cash at the back of his head. And I would submit to you... You work hard for that money. Why throw that money at someone else, even if you're angry? If that, Even if that's your only weapon, why throw the money? I don't know. Sometimes I don't think people in Florida are thinking all that clearly. Well, yeah, but you think they would at least think that way about money. I, mean, I don't think so. How many customers' drinks were right there with an easy access that would have done even more damage because it yeah, was Yeah, but then maybe if you take a customer's drink, you're not going to get tipped again. Well, you'd throw some cash at them and then just throw the drink, I guess. I don't know. No, I, I think she probably just, maybe she should have thrown one of her heels. That, but that might have killed him. You seen some heels? Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> Having heels thrown at you can be a thing for some of us, so don't kink shame us. All right. I won't kink shame you. I'm just saying some some stripper heels can be deadly if thrown. <laughs> That's kind of the point. It's their self defense. If they can toss them like boomerangs. That's right. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of this. Who gives oh, a shit? Please. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to play the Ending Legion promo, and then after that, Coldplay with Viva La Vida, because, yeah, that was successfully sued as well. I mean, they settled out of court, but, you know, if you settle out of court, that means you're going to lose when it comes to that copyright shit. Anyway, Ending Legion promo first. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Coldplay because I am not a Coldplay fan at all. I just did that because they got successfully sued. Well, it was settled out of court for an undisclosed sum, which basically lets me know that they were paying Satriani off for his claim. Yeah, right. I mean, you would think. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's stop fucking about. Uh, Google Cinema PsyOps or go to legionpodcast.com and click on Cinema PsyOps under podcasts or just type in this URL, as I say, at www.legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash PsyOps. Yes. (laughs) Dash podcast. Come on. Get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, you want to go that quick, huh? You're you're done with me. You've had enough of me. You're through. Not with you. Me. I've had enough of Matei. But being <laughs> out here reminds me that I did this movie, <laughs> and that I have more to two more to come. Well, I would suggest that you get on the Legion Discord chat, and maybe people can distract you from that. You can have a little conversation about something, you know, Star Wars related with some folks. I'm sure. There you go. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or you could just go to the Instagram feed, Cinema underscore Psyops, where all of our memes are posted, and including some Catter Days. Catterday fun times. And then there's the Facebook group and the main page, also named Cinema PsyOps for the show. You can get your memes there at both locations or my main feed of Court PsyOps, where I'm sharing even the old ones that came and were posted years and years ago now. I'm just resharing everything like the shit poster I was born to be. Yes, because, you know, shit posting. It's just the best. Well, while you're out there taking your social media serious and I'm outraged at my shit posting, get the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch. too much let me get you enabled to record all right you're enabled recording in progress one two three all right it was caligula and mess melesina melesina yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we got we got the ripoff songs. We're ready to fucking rock, and we can just get this over with. Awesome. <laughs> As of today, once we finish this, we'll be halfway through March Mate. Yeah, good, because I'm halfway through with my will to live. <laughs> and I didn't have that far to go. The first sexual awakening movie that we ever watched. Yeah. Like what it was going to be. And you gave me a title, which happened to be a Laura Gemsner film, ages ago. And I finally found a high-definition print of it out there for us to be able to uh, cover. Yes. Which one did I say it was again? Well, I'll, I'm going to cut this out of the regular episode with like the censorship yeah. beat, but it was... That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. I'm saying it better be that one. And that is our next clip. What's with all that asshole creep? Oops. Wrong screen. <laughs> but what is with all that asshole creep? <laughs> In this movie, there's no question what's going on with that creep. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. All right. So let's, uh, let's move on here. Uh, if I can move on i'm gonna try um he won't even talk to them hoes <laughs> okay i was like you still there <laughs> yeah i was like giving you a pity laugh just to let you know i'm still here oh that's me um <laughs> just accurate just yeah accurate. just 
I'll take a pity laugh. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so anyway, Motherfucker, um, you take pity sex all the time. Yeah, that goddamn right I do. Uh, <laughs> I, I live on that shit. I'm not blaming yeah, you. Yeah, I mean that's 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 how I get through the world. And that is our next clip. That's gonna be a bit of a longer one, so I'm gonna rush off here. Oh yeah, it is. Jesus, five minutes. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the sisters comes and rushes to meet him, and that is, of course, our next clip. That's the last one I got. What? Oh, <clears throat> hold on. You're right. Uh, the sister meets him, and that is our final clip. social media serious and i'm outraged at my shit posting get the fuck out of this weekend make it your bitch nice <laughs> i don't think that like anybody in our audience is like that no i don't think so either i don't think anybody takes their media social media seriously all right i'm gonna stop recording recording stopped